Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I am Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing this week? Hey, listen, only a few more weeks till spring officially starts. So we got that going for us, right? In any case, uh, we will talk about the Maryland Black Bears this week as they went up for the final time this season to Attleboro, Massachusetts. Take on the Northeast Generals and then we'll take a look ahead uh, at the upcoming week against the uh, New Jersey Titans, get some alumni news in there, and we'll have a good time. So let's get to Attleboro, Mass., and on Friday, chaos started early. And by early, I mean before the game even had a chance to start, as during warm-ups, this is according to when the broadcast was around, the Northeast Generals broadcaster said, hey, there's a bit of a delay. Uh, In the Black Bears' end, there's a shattered pane of glass. So I will uh, I will put out an APB to figure out who did that, um, and they will get the Stone Cold Award for Shattered Glass on the season. So they had to scurry and try to figure th- uh, something out. The pane of glass could not be fixed uh, at the time, and the cleanup and all that other fun stuff. So they switched over to these, uh, another rink that the uh, North New England Sports Village has, luckily a dual ring setup, which is always crucial in moments like this. So uh, they did that. Unfortunately, uh, the hockey TV uh, setup did not make it. They didn't, they are not equipped over on the other rink, apparently, and therefore unable to see the game. So everything you hear from this point on about the recap of Friday's game is hearsay and conjecture. So we will do our best with what we have in front of us. Uh, it seemed like an even game to start off with. Uh, not much happening uh, in the first 10 minutes of the uh, of the game, but then the Black Bears decided to take a little bit of a lead uh, to begin with. 13-11, and Hunter Ramos pots his 16th of the year uh, with Brad McNeil and Christian Catalano on the assist. Uh, like I said, Ramos is 16th, McNeil his 32nd assist, Christian Catalano's 22nd assist, and the Black Bears are up one to nothing. Moments later, though, Frank D'Ancona for the near- Northeast Generals pots home his third of the year. Ties the game back up. That's where we stood after the first period. At the end of the first period, though, uh, a little bit of penalty trouble as Caleb Thiessen got called for a a double minor on a high sticking, uh, which bled over into the second period. Uh, That that pay no mind to that, said the Maryland Black Bears. We're just going to go out and score anyway. Dimitri Kibru gets his 20th of the season shorthanded, as he is wont to do this season uh, a nice assist from Braden Stannard, his 16th, and Trey Scott, his 12th on the shorthanded goals. That puts Maryland up 2-1 to one for Kebrew. That is his sixth shorthanded goal of the season. Uh, and uh, my goodness, a heck of a time for him overall uh, because, let's be honest, the Black Bears pretty deadly on that shorthanded uh, side of the puck. Now raking in 13 Shorthanded goals on the season. They are six clear, almost doubled up on the rest of the league in terms of shorthanded goals. Now, that's not necessarily great, but it is a stat. Um, it's good to be able to get offense when you're a player short and you know the depth of the Maryland Black Bears offense knows no bounds, as we see here on the PK. Uh, a little bit of controversy, apparently, for uh, Maryland's fourth or third goal. As Trey Scott potted his fifth, but I guess there were uh, rumblings whether or not the whistle blew, whether or not it was crossed the line. Uh, they gave no apparent, uh, you know, just the Northeast Generals are doing the best they can 
with the situation. Their Twitter didn't give too too much up, but the goal stood at 644. Trey Scott's fifth. Uh, McNeil, 33rd assist. Adam Shankula matching his jersey number with his 19th assist on the season. Then just past the halfway point, Samuel Stitz, he's continuing his hot streak uh, in the past couple of weeks. His ninth goal of the season uh, from Dimitri Kibru, his 14th assist. And Luca Mel, who gets his first uh, point as a Black Bear and assist. And Maryland is up. 4-1 to one going into the third period. William Hackinson was having a stellar uh, part first half of his game, making 20 of 21 stops so far going into the third. And in the third period, Maryland really shut it down in a big way. They get one just past the halfway point. Kebrew, his second of the year for his 21st, or second of the game for his 21st of the year. From Kareem El-Bashir, his third assist, and Trey Scott getting his second assist, 13th of the season. Black Bears up 5-1. to one. They will hold the fort there, and they will get the dub in this one. 26 saves for William Hackinson for his 21st win of the season, and the Black Bears take game one on Friday, uh, as well as outshooting Northeast 29-27. to 27. Going into Saturday, though, uh, a, a little bit of a different story to start off with. Northeast gets off the uh, schneid very quickly as they put on nine quick shots before the media timeout, really putting the Black Bears on their heels, uh, clogging up a lot of the zone as well, not getting, uh, not allowing the Black Bears to make any kind of a distance through the neutral zone and into the, uh, into the offensive zone. That's what it's called. But no scoring in this uh, in the first period as Maryland also get into a little bit of a penalty uh, trouble in the first period there. Uh, four penalties, one of which was a kind of a uh, offsetting minor with uh, with everything, and then another penalty there. So a little bit of penalty trouble going in there, but no uh, no harm, no foul there. Maryland then started to take over offensively in the second period, really pacing the play, really being able to find their footing. But they were unfortunately unable to get anything behind Cullen DeYoung, who was uh, really square for all the shots there. Had a night off of rest, so they was uh, he's seen the puck. Very well through it. Uh, Hackinson down the other end. He was solid as well. Didn't get tested as much in the second period as he did the first, but 16 saves through the first 40 minutes for him as we are, again, scoreless going into the third period. This is a common tale for the Maryland Black Bears over the past uh, month or so where they have played teams very tight. They have played them close to the point where it's nil-nil going into the final 20 minutes. And again, Maryland just having a ton of shots. They are putting a lot of shots on DeYoung. They were able to, uh, you know, just create a lot of offense, get behind the defense. They're using their speed to uh, get to the outside, try to cut in, but unfortunately nothing doing there. And it wasn't anything doing until uh, 12.42 into the third period. Nick Ram gets his eighth of the year just sitting there on the doorstep. Uh, Ryan Remick works it from behind the net. He finds him in front and just a tap, tap, tap into the net for the one nothing Generals lead. Again, more frustration offensively for the Black Bears as they just, you know, hitting pipes, getting shots wide. And, you know, New Northeast was starting to clog up the lanes. And it just wasn't wasn't going the Black Bears' way on this one. You could tell that on the early going. And then uh, next thing you know, uh, empty net, trying to get the extra attacker going. Joseph Schubert uh, seals it with his 11th. And then with uh, 58 seconds remaining, Frank Takana gets his fourth of the year on another empty net goal. We have the final three to nothing uh, as the Northeast Generals split the weekend with the Maryland Black Bears. So not 
ideal what the Black Bears wanted, especially with New Jersey sitting idle this weekend uh, on their off weekend. They were only able to gain a couple of uh, couple of points on them, but New Jersey has three games in hand. Looking at the standings, Maryland's played 49 games, 68 points sitting atop the East Division. Uh, New Jersey, seven points behind them with three games in hand. Maine is 11 points behind in third place with two games in hand, and Northeast is uh, 13 points behind with a game in hand. And then you have Johnstown after that with 50 points, 18 points behind them. So Black Bears will get ready for New Jersey as they head up to uh, Middletown for their last trip up there in the season. And it's been a hot minute since the Black Bears actually uh, have been up to Middletown. The last time they were up there was in September. So the first month of the year, they were up there. And, uh, yeah, they uh able to secure a split up there with a big win on Friday, uh, unfortunately dropping Saturday's game after that. And it's been a hot minute since these two teams have played each other. November 25th and 26th, uh, the Titans came down to Piney Orchard, uh, revamped themselves after a little bit of a change uh, after their slow start to the season, and uh, they swept the Black Bears at home. Would it be nice to uh, turn the tables on this squad and uh, do it to them in the last visit, the second and last visit of the year up to Middletown Ice World Sports Complex Incorporated. So we will see what happens. All the action on Hockey TV if you can't get down or up to Middletown Ice World Arena uh, in Middletown Township, New Jersey. So uh, check all that fun stuff out this weekend, Friday, Saturday, uh, 7.30 start on Friday, 7 o'clock start on Saturday. Don't you dare miss it. Some alumni news, and we talked about last week, Logan Cons and Osberg in the finals, and they punched their ticket to the D3 championship, as uh, or D3 uh, March Madness, Frozen Face-Off, Frozen Four, that gimmick, the NCAA tournament. So Osberg will be heading to D3. We will see what Logan Cons and the squad can do and uh, if they can't take home a uh, a D3 title for themselves. Uh, captain, former captain, another former captain, Connor Cole uh, had a solid weekend a uh, couple, couple of past days for himself. He f- scores his first NCAA goal on uh, Tuesday night uh, in Long Island as uh, he gets his first goal uh, against the Long Island Sharks. Looks like a shorthanded as well, unassisted by himself. And then against Arizona State, got an assist on uh, on a goal there as the University of Anchorage, Alaska, building up their program, uh, getting some games in here. They won't be available for the tournament. But a good showing for old Captain Connor, who had second half of the season has been stellar, getting a lot more time in. Uh, a goal and three assists since uh, January 27th, and a goal and four assists in the entire season. So, shout out to Captain Connor there. Wilmer Skoog had his senior night this weekend and had a, a solid weekend for himself. Uh, a goal and an assist in his senior day, uh, and yeah, a solid work. And then Boston University swept Province at a home-and-home. Home. Did not get anything on Saturday, but that puts him at 12 goals and 27 assists on the year for his senior year. Of course, he has that. Uh, they have that COVID year uh, to handle as well, if he takes that or not, or if he goes. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of buzz around him in terms of free agency. 
since he is a free agent and the NHL possibly looking at him. So we will see what happens. He could be the first black bear to uh, hit the NHL. That'd be pretty rad, wouldn't it? Uh, so we will be on the lookout for uh, Wilmer Skoog and uh, hopefully all the best to him for his uh, his uh, contributions in the short time he was here uh, in Maryland uh, for his, yeah, like his, I think it was a half a season before he went off to BU. And the accolades keep on coming for Aiden McDowell after his first year uh, in the uh, college hockey, getting first team honors in the MAC. Uh, solid work for him. Again, seven goals, 14 points overall, seven goals all on the power play. Uh, specialty uh, specialty player out of the Maryland Black Bears system and uh, hell of a decision to stay close to, close to the Maryland region and gets himself a nice little award and a good jumping off point for him going into next season. Former Black Bear Dylan Wegner is still tearing things up in the NAHL as uh, he is with the Aberdeen Wings and 10 goals and 21 points over the 45-game uh, season he's played so far, but a lot of his points coming uh, in the past month with four goals and six assists coming in the last uh, 10 games. So solid, or six points rather, two assists. That'd be a 10 points in 10 games. That'd be, a, or that'd be a massive, but no, unfortunately. It was only uh, four goals, six points, 10 games for Dylan Wegner as he looks to go to uh, Michigan State next year. And that'll do it. We have done it here. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate your guys' time. Uh, we'll look ahead next week to New Jersey. That's the penultimate away series. So they will only have, uh, they'll have, after that series, they'll have two at home, one more on the road, and off weekend, and then uh, the season finale. So we will know, hopefully by that time in the next five weeks, what the playoff status is for the Black Bears. Uh, looking good, but you can never be 100% sure. So we will talk all about that uh, next week. Um, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Defending the Den, part of the Faceoff Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters. Hey, you want to check out some socials? Defending Den MBB on Twitter and Facebook.com slash Clutch and Crab Hockey and ClutchandCrabHockey.com for fun stuff there. So uh, until we speak again, uh, which will probably be a week from now or a week from Wednesday when this releases, uh, have a good one. Stay safe. Uh, and we will talk to you next time through. Peace.